Welcome to the podcast from Trinity United Methodist Church in Ruston, Louisiana. Our prayer is that God uses this time to speak specifically to you, regardless of where you are on your faith journey. We'd also like to invite you to worship with us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.45, either in person or online at www.trinityruston.org. Thanks for listening. Our scripture reading for this morning is taken from Matthew's Gospel. It's from the Sermon on the Mount, chapter 5, verses 21 through 24. It's a small snippet of the Sermon on the Mount, but it's an important snippet. And I'm reading from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Now, reading from Matthew, chapter 5, verses 21 through 24. You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Amen. As I indicated earlier, today is Pentecost Sunday. That's Sunday when we celebrate the birthday of the church and when the church is empowered with the gift of the Holy Spirit. But I'm going to be doing something a little bit different today. As you may know, about a week ago, I started a four-part sermon series that is entitled Becoming a Spiritually Mature Church. And over the next few Sundays, we're going to look at some of those attributes and some of those things that we can do to enhance our growth in Jesus Christ and help improve our spiritual growth. Now, last week, I talked about three imperatives that were necessary if we were going to grow into spiritual maturity. Today, though, I want to talk about relationships and in particular, improving our relationships. Now that's an important part of spiritual maturity because how we treat others has to do with how close we are to Jesus Christ. Whether we treat our brothers and sisters with love or with bitterness is an indicative factor as to whether we're spiritually mature in Christ. That's one factor. So today I want us to do that. And you know, let me just remind you, Jesus gave us two great commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Part of loving our neighbor is learning how to improve our relationships and treating each other with love and respect and decency. And I'm not just talking about in this church because this is where we learn to do that. But I'm also talking about how we live in our relationships with others in the world, how we live with our families, what kinds of relationships we have with those at work, with our spouse, wherever we encounter people. So today, I want to share with you a three-point formula that Jesus offered to improve our relationships. But before we do so, let's join together in prayer. 
May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. There's an old legend about a New England town that was suffering through all kinds of dissension and backbiting. The people constantly seemed to be involved in petty feuds, pitting neighbor against neighbor. One day, they decided to consult a wise pastor as to how they could resolve their differences. The pastor agreed to think upon the matter and to write them a letter detailing his advice. So the pastor sat down and wrote a letter detailing his advice on how they could make peace in their city. Now he also sat down and wrote a letter to a friend of his, a farmer having trouble with a bull. Then he sent for two messengers, gave them the two letters, and sent them on their way. You can probably guess what happened. The pastor accidentally mixed up the letters. Now, the letter that was meant for the feuding town was sent to the farmer friend. And the letter meant for the farmer friend was sent to the feuding town. Now here is the message that the townspeople received. See that your fences are put up well. Plow your ground deep and sort your seed. Take care not to sow bad seed. And be careful of that big ugly bull. I think you better get rid of him. The rest I'll tell you when I get there. Well, the townspeople sat in silence for a long time, contemplating the pastor's strange advice. Finally, one man stood up and attempted to interpret it. Now, he put it this way. The putting up of fences was just a way of saying that the people needed to keep the rules of discipline in the church for they have neglected these rules of discipline for too long. Plowing the ground deep was just another way of saying that the people needed to open up their hearts and allow the good seed of brotherly love to be sown. The warning against bad seed was obvious. The townspeople had an obligation to sort the true from the false and not believe every morsel of gossip that they'd heard. And the big ugly bull, well, he said, the big ugly bull could only symbolize the devil who had come into their midst and stirred up so much strife. The townspeople were so moved by the pastor's advice that they began confessing their sins and offering forgiveness to one another. They opened up their hearts to one another and began to forgive each other. They were so moved. And you know, peace reigned in that once feuding town. I wish every feud could be settled that quickly and that easily, don't you? Now I'm talking about feuds in families, feuds in churches, feuds between spouses and so on. Actually, Jesus gave us a three-point formula that can help us in solving 
the interpersonal problems that afflict us. And you know, he did it in the Sermon on the Mount. This morning, I'd like, to take, like us to take a look at his three-point formula that can help us improve our relationships, not only in the church, but wherever we encounter people, in our families, in our homes, where we work, anywhere. So let's take a look at this three-point formula that Jesus has for us in terms of improving the relationships. Let's begin with the first. First of all, to improve your relationships, take charge of your inner thoughts and your outer actions will take care of themselves. Let me repeat that. To improve your relationships, take charge of your inner thoughts and your outer actions will take care of themselves. Thoughts are parents to deeds. Now, Jesus was clear that we may pride ourselves on never committing murder, theft, or adultery. But if we have murderous hearts, larcenous hearts, adulterous hearts, then the potential's there for us to do wrong. You see, we need to take charge of our inner thoughts. Richard F. Shepard, Richard F. Shepard, in his book, In Enemy Waters, tells about two men he saw pummeling each other in a gutter where each had his car half parked, one frontwards, one backwards in the same parking space. Now, the irrationality of it all was emphasized by a sign that stood in the parking place that said, no parking, no parking. Now, of course, the point wasn't that they were both trying to park in a no parking zone. The point was that they were both probably carrying around anger that was just waiting to erupt. Stupid, stupid, stupid. But anger can make us do stupid things, can it? Martin Luther King Jr. once admonished people to avoid not only violence of deed, but also violence of spirit. Let me repeat that. Martin Luther King Jr. once admonished people to avoid not only violence of deed, but also violence of spirit. Now that's sound advice. You see, if we'll take charge of our inner thoughts, our outer actions will take care of themselves. Just think of all the problems that that would solve in our society. Our polarization, the racism that exists here, if we would begin to take control of our thoughts and start thinking righteous things rather than things that tear down others. And that brings us to the second point of Jesus' three-point formula. Second, to improve your relationships, nip problems in the bud. Second, to improve your relationships, nip problems in the bud. Now, if you're having a problem in a relationship with someone, Don't let them get out of hand. Don't let them fester. Deal with them at once. Jesus put it this way. So when you're offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, then leave your gift at the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Again, that's sound advice. You know, problems that are not solved immediately often grow in size, don't they? 
Let me illustrate that for you. The novelist Francois Mariac tells a story about an elderly man who spent the last decades, decades of his married life, sleeping down the hall from his wife. A rift had opened up 30 years earlier over whether the husband had shown enough concern when their five-year-old daughter was ill. Now, neither husband or wife is willing to take the first step. Every night, he lies awake, expecting her to come to him, but she never appears. Every night, she waits for him to come to her, but he never appears. Neither is willing to break the cycle that began years before. Neither is willing to forgive. Shall we say it again? Stupid, stupid, stupid. But it happens, doesn't it? It really does happen. Don't harbor negative thoughts in your hearts. If a problem arises in your marriage or with your children or with someone here in the church or anywhere a disagreement may occur, go to the other person involved and nip it in the butt. Take care of it quickly. Take responsibility to make the first move. You know, it's sad to see disputes go unresolved and to see resentment where there should be love. Think of all those lost years. You know, often healing comes as soon as one party is willing to take the first step. And that brings us to the third and final point of Jesus' three-point formula for improving our relationships. Third and finally, to improve your relationships, bring that important relationship to the altar. Third and finally, to improve your relationships, bring that important relationship to the altar. Now, Jesus said that when we're coming to the altar, if we remember that someone has something against us, then we should go and first take care of it and then come to the altar. But notice that Jesus does tell us to come to the altar. And that's something important for us to notice. Bring that relationship that's hurting to the altar. And if that relationship is important to you, then get God's help. You see, God will help you with those feelings of resentment, those feelings of anger. God will help you to regain your perspective. And sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes we just need to look at our problems with someone from a wider perspective. Sometimes we have to look at it from God's perspective. I want to close with this last illustration. Jane Schmidt. Jane Schmidt that says that one Saturday morning, she awoke to the delightful smell of waffles and the sound of her two small boys in the kitchen with her husband. Walking down the stairs, she sat on her husband's lap and gave him a big hug for his thoughtfulness. However, later that day, she and her husband were in a heated argument in their bedroom when Jacob, their four-year-old son, interrupted them in mid-sentence. Standing in the doorway, Jacob said, Mommy, try to remember how you felt when you were sitting on daddy's lap. 
Mommy, try to remember how you felt when you were sitting on daddy's lap. Sometimes we simply need to regain our perspective. And you know, one place where that can happen is the altar. Having a problem with a relationship, you may just need to bring that relationship to God at the altar. Let me encourage you, don't miss opportunities to improve your relationships. Life is too short. Well, in conclusion, to improve our relationships, we must do three things. First, take charge of our inner thoughts. Second, nip problems in the bud. And third, bring that important relationship to the altar. Whoever has the ears to hear, let that one hear what the Spirit says to the church. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Trinity Podcast. To find out more about Trinity, visit us online at www.trinityreston.org.